Okay, everybody. Well, a lot of improvements from last year's team. Again, one game, but still, um, they they looked pretty good today. Uh, and a lot of little things that were problems for the team last year didn't come through today. Again, one game, but things like the goal late in the second period from Debrinkat probably would have caused a sluggish start to the um, the third period for the Flyers. Instead, they came out, the connecting line dominated. The connecting line was incredible today. Uh, I I can't remember the last time a line for the Flyers dictated play like that or looked like the first line of Drew, Hayes, and, um, and Voracek today. The top six absolutely killed it. Um, it looks like the team overall has picked up some speed, which uh, there's a theory to that, and I think Chubb laid it out last year. And And it looks like they did – I mean, the whole team looked faster today. And really nobody just watching the game really played poorly outside of, unfortunately, uh, Ivan Provorov. Everybody else had a string of positive plays, was the cause of a scoring chance, helped alleviate pressure in defensive zone one way or another. I mean, everybody had a a pretty strong game. Uh, I think Carter Hart may want that first goal back, but again, that was neutral zone turnover Provorov. Uh, shot in the slot, maybe not the easiest save. And then they got scored on, you know, with the goalie pulled late and it was Kane. I think it went off Braun and went in. But, yeah, there's mm. that Konechny, Couturier, and Limblom line is going to be scary. Um, we, we've seen it the last couple of years with Haxel that the skill is there, but now that it looks like there might actually be a coach that's actually implementing systems at work and finding ways to create space and time for these players. The skill that was there is actually going to be utilized even more now, and it could be a could be pretty scary. Um, yeah, top fan Zach's in. If this is what the season holds, it's going to be a fun season, wins and losses. It was entertaining, and I did one of the other things I liked about the win for the Flyers was the way they attacked the net in the offensive zone was different than it's been the last couple of years, and I think that's huge. I mean, at times, Kevin Hayes just takes the puck to the net. Um, and Gatori is that type of player. If you have those two guys as your top two centers, that's a pretty good situation. But a lot of just hitting the zone with speed and taking it right to the net for out man rushes. A lot of – I saw a couple times today where a defenseman would carry the puck over the blue line and do a give-and-go with a winger on the board to create a rush chance like that. That wasn't shit hacks I was doing last year. And a lot of – just a lot of uh, – picks a motion in the offensive zone to create chances. It was the offense looked completely different today. The defensive pairs I was kind of concerned about just because of uh, who was paired with who. Not a lot of time together in the preseason or in camp or games, but they all played pretty well today. Niskanen and Sandheim kind of perfected the the mobile defenseman paired with the stay-at-home defenseman uh, kind of tandem they're looking for. That Ghost and Braun had been successfully utilizing during the preseason. It looks like Niskanen can stay home and kind of cover for Sanheim if he's if he wants to move up in the play, which Sanheim utilized a lot today. So overall, a great game. They looked awesome. Konechny looks unstoppable. Um, I don't know. I, Konechny could easily score 30 goals this year. He was somebody when we were over the summer looking at you know, the stats from last season and everything. Connecting at 24 goals, hit the post nine times. So, you know, you can't really – it's not a fair argument to say he should have 33 goals. But, 
half of those go in. He's got 27, 28 goals, and um, he's not seeing first power play time. So you bring in a coach that knows how to give him time and space, which that – I mean, that, all, all that today was just giving Konechny puck in space, and he did the rest. That second goal was <laughs> remarkable. Well, we've seen it before. And Limbaum Contourier, I mean, for the early part of the season, I don't know that line's going to be the game changer. When that's the second line and Limblom and Katoria do nothing but get the puck back to give to connect in the offensive zone, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tear. This I'll be I'll be honest with everybody. I thought they were gonna lose today. I thought today was gonna be a really painful four-nothing loss, and instead they came out and they they blew the doors off. And you know, it's one game and they're in a different they're on a different continent and they got a lot of time off before the next game, but I I don't remember a game that looked like that last year. Um, I, I don't know. They just looked like a completely different team. And hopefully uh, hopefully it just keeps going. Hopefully this wasn't just all let out at once. Hopefully they're able to kind of harness this for a while here. Stephen Frank, uh, Hag, Hag now has more points than Taves. Hag is greater than Taves. I mean, yeah, I've been saying that for years. Uh, Zach's in with another point that I always agree with Bill and Charlie brings up too. Bill said it all last season, how they need to get below the net and not rely on point shots. And today, the amount of scoring chances we had, holy shit, I'm excited. Yeah. That second line, the beginning of the third period, the first four or five shifts, at least once per shift, if not two or three times, one of those forwards got below the goal line, retrieved the puck, and threw it out to somebody in the slot. And the Hawks were just letting it happen. And the, the for the last couple of years, teams haven't had to worry about that with the Flyers. It's been getting from the net for point shots. Justin Gossifier needs a lot more ice time. They're treating him like shit. Yeah, I, I guess that could be a negative today was he didn't get a ton of ice time. Uh, I think the one positive for me, I don't like that he's paired with Hag, but I think him being paired with Hag in a limited role is the best way to kind of erase how bad I guess. Oh, I mean, I would want I want Ghost pair with Braun because I thought that pair was actually working a lot during the preseason. I thought Ghost being able to activate and pinch from the blue line and taking offensive chances, knowing that Braun was back there and effectively shutting down chances, I think that that's huge. I, that's a pair I want to see with Ghost. Because um, if he, I mean, because Sandheim needs to get the same type of minutes, but I I don't know. Yeah, I, we'll we'll have to see what Ghost is doing. We'll have to see it goes dice time going forward, but the team has now won four straight season openers. I, yeah, so that's why I'm trying to get too excited. But they, I think this is the the best one they've had. I mean, 2016-17, Boyd Gordon st- started the scoring, so you should kind of know what 2016-17 was. 2017-18, yeah, they started out on the road against the Sharks. Simmons had a hat trick. They looked good that night, um, and then last year they got. Uh, they didn't do too great in terms of driving play against the Knights and kind of got caved in and then got lucky. So it was th- this one. I, I don't remember them taking it to a team like this in a while. This is, I don't know. Again, one game. We'll go from there. Um, first, li- quote unquote, first line is just a decoy. Yeah. I mean, now it seems like the Flyers might have enough depth to actually have two, a 1A and a 1B line. I mean, because I really. Yeah, I guess the ter- the term there isn't correct because I really wouldn't say Katori is a second-line center. Uh, TK is a hero we need, so Stephen Frank went from postman to delivery man. I love you, Travis. Sleep well, my sweet prince. <laughs> he he looked 
he looked insane today. It is kind of funny the difference in how well Konechny looked after missing all summer and signing the contract in camp and how Provorov looked after missing all summer. And Provorov, I mean, I, I don't really want to harp on it right now because everybody should be pretty happy right now. Uh, but some of those turnovers, those were turnovers from last year that we thought it was just the thing that was going to happen last year. I, I don't know what's going on with them now. And we'll, hopefully that doesn't keep going on throughout the season. But Justin says, Sandheim, Ghost, Proby, Braun, Hag, Niskanen. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm fine with that too. The only thing, the only pair I'm honestly concerned about is Hag Niskanen. Because uh, Niskanen, Niskanen, Niskanen did pretty well today. I think he played well kind of protecting the net uh, pair with Sandheim. But uh, they, Hag Niskanen has the least amount of mobility, and I think it's the most prone to turnovers. And, you know, if one of them is going to turn it over and the other guy happens to be up ice there out of position, uh, they're not going to exactly get over in time. So that that pairing kind of scares me a little bit, and also because they they're, have been driving play the last couple of years. Yeah, let's talk about Limblom because Limblom is somebody I've been saying is going to have a monster year this year, and, I mean, I'll, I'll take a fluke goal in game one, but he deserved it. He, he looked good all day today. That entire line did. Uh, a lot of little plays, a lot of getting the puck back in the offensive zone, uh, creating odd man rushes and kind of just uh, creating imbalances in the offensive zone to create chances. I mean, typical Limblom stuff, just Limblom stuff that always gets overlooked, but he always does. So that's why you pair him with connecting Gatoria and he'll get recognized and there'll be a real threat. Adam Plenamento asks, does this mean sports are good today? Um, eh, it's early. I mean, there's got to be some sports game on tonight that's going to ruin it for us. And also the Patriots are still... Super Bowl champs, and the Red Sox are still World Series champs. So, you know, it's not all good, is what I'm saying. I missed the last five, a third, any change in the line slash pairings. Uh, I, I didn't really notice anything change on the stretch. They they, they kept the, the same lines and pairs throughout most of the game, I felt like. Um, maybe not after the first period, the Flyers, the, I mean, the Blackhawks kind of dictated play a little bit, but it wasn't really, they didn't really have a ton of, great scoring chances or anything. So I, I don't think AV was in the mood to change lines then, but I, I, didn't, I didn't really see him. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see him really change in the lines or pairs throughout the game. Mike asks, is Coots hurt or just stinging a bit? I think he's fine. I think that was just a stinger. Him and Shaw collided? I don't know. It's a pretty savage question, though. Are the Flyers global champions now, asked Sam. Yeah. I mean, undefeated in games that matter uh, outside of America, so outside of North America. Uh, so I, I say we see how many games we get in the Czech Republic next year. Power play looked pretty good for a little bit. It's just, you know, keep that going. Uh, Justin Drew and Voracek must enjoy having some actual depth behind them this year. Remember them having – yeah. Do you think they have – I think they might have a point drop-off because of depth like JVR Hayes. Uh, from last year, no. Uh, I, I would expect them to get around the same amount of points. There's no reason why there should be a dip in their numbers. And all that's going to happen is the depth should alleviate the, the defensive focus from Drew and Vorchak. So now coaches and opponents have to game plan for figuring out how to shut down Katoria, Limbaum, and Konechny. Uh, and then putting, you know, they they got to space out. It can't all just be your, your best defensive line and your top pair on Drew and Vorchak. Now they kind of got to space out, which should, should create two more chances for Drew and them. Um, 
see here. I'm trying to keep up with the questions. Uh, Mike Watson backed off Cannon last two goals while shorthand. I hope collapse. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it isn't a trend either. Um, I want to say that second goal was or the the last goal was more the fact the goalie was pulled. But yeah, they they did kind of give Kane chances on the power play a little bit there, and it was. Um, I mean, the Flyers really didn't have too many breakdowns today, though. Uh, or at least I, I didn't think so. Not as many as compared to last year. Uh, but, but yeah, I the penalty kill I want to look more at and see if and see if it's any different from last year's. Yeah, again, you know, only a handful of penalty kills. But Jeff Paul, you're not Bill. Yeah, I know. I, I caught on to that. Um, I knew I was Bill the first time I met Bill because I'm because I'm correct. Uh, I'm no, I am no coach, but not happy with Braun's place as well. I, I mean, I, Braun, I think Braun's numbers are fine today, and I'll have to go back. I'm, I'm going to go back and rewatch every game this year and try and keep pick up on the little things. So I'll see. Um, I'll see how he did today. I, I didn't really notice him out there for too many too many gaffes. Um, let's see. Dan McGuire says Voracek is a player that will benefit the most under AV and his systems. Also, JVR in the power play in front of the net might score 10 power play goals this year if they don't swing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, JVR in front would, is a big threat on the power play. And Voracek, I, I hope Voracek has a, um, you know, I don't really know what Voracek benefiting from a system is because I, I don't know what we would expect Voracek to improve on he's not going to rack up goals i don't i don't think vorchek's ever going to be a 30 goal guy all that would happen is he would just you know the things we saw with connecting today he's you give vorchek time and space he still has speed he's not what he used to be but he still has plenty of speed to create problems and um it would just lead to more assists which i'm fine with i mean i'll, I'll take vorchek getting 100 points with 80 assists bryant says 82 oh no <coughs> sorry about that it's still possible. So, um, let's see here. What are some other questions? Oh man, I'm done. Oh, what else? I think Carter played. Carter played fine today. Uh, again, the first goal was not not great, uh, but they had a couple. The Blackhawks had a couple chances late in the second period when they could have made it. Before they made it a one-goal game, they could have made a one-goal game, and Carter Hart kept them off the board. And then he made a couple of big saves in the third when the team needed it when it was still a one-goal game before Raffle's goal. And by the way, Raffle, the fourth line had a pretty good game today. I was kind of concerned about, you know, Twardski being in the top nine and how that fourth line would look. But the fourth line, uh, they're, I didn't really – I didn't have any problems with it. And Twardski was making – Twardski was pretty much doing what he was doing all preseason, which was making a couple – Nice plays here and there, and he did almost create a help create a scoring chance with uh, Couturier and um, I think connecting in the second period. But let's see, did I see a functioning second power play unit? Well, yeah, I mean, both the power play units did look pretty good, but um, yeah, I mean, well, I'm more worried about the PK now. I just I just want the PK to get the PK is not good this year. I don't. I don't fucking get it. Like, I don't know what else they can do. They've changed the coach now. They've changed the personnel. Now they have Carter Hart in that, and that should be a, I mean, that should be a good enough goalie to help you out on the, uh, on the penalty kill. Dan asks, how many shots does car, how many shot starts does Elliot get this year for an optimal heart in the playoffs? Jesus. Trouble reading apparently. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how many uh, starts I expect Elliot. I want to say 30. 
if you want to help save energy part down the wire, I guess 35, but you know, we're talking about Brian Elliott who he's, his body's not going to be pushed the same and has been uh, the last couple of years, but he's still, you know, that damage is still done to his body. He's still, I, I still expect Elliott to get hurt at some point this season. Like I expect, I think the Flyers will use three, maybe four goalies this year, but I don't think it's, it's not going to be anywhere near last year. I think it'll be at some point this year, they'll, they'll, their schedule will get really tight. They'll have like a bunch of three and fours or something. They'll have a really tough stretch and Elliot may get hurt. You have a back-to-back situation. I think Lion or um, JF Peruby maybe get a start out of that. But Bill asked, hey, Craig, what did you think of the D pairs? Would you juggle them? Yeah, I think I would. I mean, because I was saying before, I really do like the ghost Brom pair. And I know I made the point about Ghost and Hag earlier, but I really don't want Hag to drag down Ghost. I want goes to kind of be utilized as much as possible. And I thought he was looking pretty good with Braun. I thought, I feel like the pairs I want to see, and even though I was talking about Niskan and Hag earlier, it's something I don't want to see. I want to see Proroff, Sanheim, Ghost, Braun, and then Hag, Niskanen. And then, but I mean, they're not, they would never put Niskanen on the third pair because he's supposed to log a lot of minutes. And that's why they made that trade and took the blow and capped it with, uh, with Rapid Gudis. Uh, Brian, I missed half the game, but from what I saw, the offense looked very good. The f- defense could be better. And TK is better than Sidney Crosby. Don't at me. I don't see that all seems accurate. I don't see anything wrong with that. Mark says, so you're an expert on hockey. I like to think so. Uh, Jason says, the truth is that we don't make, at least make the playoffs this year, then we need to break up the core. Can't keep running the same thing out there with that result. Jason, I'll say this, and I haven't really thought about it. I'll, I'll go with you there. Uh, I can get behind that. I mean, they chase the GM, the coach, a lot of the people behind the scenes, a decent amount of roster turnover, and you kept the big successful pieces of your team here. So if it doesn't work this year, uh, there's nothing else. I, I don't know what else it is besides you need to blow up the core. So I would I, – I, I think I agree with you there, Jason. Justin says, I think this team has a lot of very good options up front. I think JBR looked very good out there. I think JBR looked good today, too. He didn't have nearly as many chances as the as the top two lines, but he still had that nice drive to the net in the second period, and he's going to get looks in front of the net on the power play. Mike says, I'm here for the pit lick stats. Mike, you're going to be here for a while. I think he had an assist today, didn't he? He assisted on that raffle goal, so I, I guess he technically got that. But I didn't see anything in pit lick's game that really um, – irritated me which i mean is fine because i've been saying the whole time that tyler pitlick should be a staple on that fourth line um steven says stewart would have had at least a hat trick tonight stewart does currently have as many points as taste so maybe stewart has trade value i said it on fly probably this week uh i will try and move the uh, chris stewart pto contract see what you can get for that you got uh you got the chris stewart pto contract you got uh valerie vasiliev in russia you got a lot of guys that you can just move their contracts you might be able to get a pick back so yeah steve i'm with you and also i'm going to keep track of the uh the stewart and taves points as the uh point totals as the season goes on <laughs> uh zach says hayes is very large yeah i will say this about kevin hayes I, he's looked a lot better than I thought he was going to look. Um, and I thought he was good coming in, the, coming into Philly, but he does a lot of the little things right. And the idea of Katoria and Hayes as the top two centers is something that I 
um, becoming a fan of, and it's starting to grow on me. I remember last year in the playoffs, I, I really wanted a center like Jordan Stahl on the team, another big, towering two-way forward that just dominates puck possession and can put up a lot of points. And I feel like Hayes can be that guy. And he does, like today, with the goalie pulled on a face-off, he shot the puck out of the zone. Instead of just winning it back, he cleared the zone on a face-off, and that is... Or try to. I don't. I think he got it out. And I saw him do it. He did that on the penalty kill against the Bruins in the preseason game. So he does, and he he doesn't try and get cute in the offensive zone. I feel like every time he gets a puck, he is carrying somebody to the net or looking for a cross ice pass. It's never anything from the outside with him. Uh, hey Craig, when do we see Marin? Uh, that's from Bill. I'll be honest with you. Um, Mike, I see that comment. I'm not going to respond. Uh, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that when they come back, you know, we heard a lot about how the cap space, uh, there are a lot of things they had to finagle around the cap space with Faraby and Myers and not signing Stewart and Pitley coming back from injury and Patrick possibly going on an LTIR, all these things. And I think once they come back from Philly, if they are actually going to do anything, it would be Faraby and Myers on the roster and Marin gets sent down. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when Marin's going to play, I, especially if Hag's going to keep playing and stay in the rotation. I don't know when Marin will get in. He would have to hope for a couple injuries to actually start getting some playing time. Ryan says Hayes protects the puck well. Yeah, I mean, he protects it incredibly well. Yeah, it's it's hard to get the puck from him. He, again, he's a lot more of a force than I thought he was going to be. Uh, He's very underrated. He'll be very good for us. I don't love the value of the contract, but it'll be very good for us. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the thing with the thing with that contract was it was just the perfect storm of the Flyers have needed a second-line center for a while. Hayes was, at the time, it was either Hayes or Duchesne. I know Pavelski moved, but nobody really expected Pavelski to move. But it was really just Hayes and Duchesne on the market. And the Flyers... You know, I, I don't think they were ever in the running for Duchesne. So it was pretty much Hayes or nobody. And coming into the season, this was a season where the team needed to improve. So it was just kind of Hayes was going to get overpaid in, to an extent no matter what, regardless of if it was the Flyers or another team that wanted to see and he was the only one out there. So, And I'm not really sure how much they overpaid him, too. Like, I, you know, if it was seven years, $6.3 million, is that an overpayment? Like, do you feel like that's an overpayment? And if that's not that bad, we're only 700K away right now. So, I don't know. He, I think he is overpaid, but I, I'm starting to be more okay with the overpayment because it seems like he's a fucking force on the ice. So, love 11, a, 11 a.m. games out here in Cali. Yeah, that's wild. I don't – yeah, I can't imagine that. It feels weird doing this now with sunlight out. <laughs> so, well, morning games. Uh, I'd say the new host on NBC Sports Philly Flyers post game is so much better than Bork. I will say uh, Katie Emmer, I think is how you say her name. She's, she was pretty good today. I mean, she. it's a weird thing to comment about the post-game sh- post show actually being, you know, professional and running pretty well, but she, she did a pretty good job uh, today. And, yeah, I'm excited for more of those uh, post-games without, uh, uh, <laughs> without Bork as I read. Dan's comment about Bork, uh, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna repeat on on here. But overall today, I thought the team looked quicker. Uh, just overall foot speed, getting to pucks and puck races, uh, 
collapsing on players in the defensive zone for support. I thought there were a lot of ways that I didn't see the effort or the speed, straight line speed in this team last year. And this is something I wanted to get back to uh, early on the show that I mentioned. I think Charlie made the point. Somebody on on BSH Radio made the point last year about how, you know, we thought the entire team was slow. But if literally every, on, every player on the team is slow, it's probably a coaching issue. And it's probably something Haxall wasn't doing in practice or implementing, I don't know, after games, during games, whatever, that kind of didn't allow players to utilize all the speed and acceleration they have on the ice. And it looks like uh, it looks like AV. We've heard about AV's high-paced practices all, all summer, and it seems like they're going to pay off. I mean, I never thought conditioning was a big problem with this team, a professional sports team. But I guess here we are. So whatever. <laughs> It's it's working so far. Uh, is there a scenario where Frost, Patrick, and Faraby are all up here, not involving injuries? Um, yeah, I, I my thing with Faraby and Frost is I think they'll be on the team at some point this year. They just uh, they just didn't make it out of camp. And Patrick, I think, is going to be back. I hope he's some, back sometime soon. By the way, Patrick comes back on the third line. JVR, Patrick, and Torinsky. That's it's another line that's going to cause some damage but um yeah they can all be up here at the same time i think it would just well that that would mean uh bonneman torinsky and raffle were down yeah i don't know maybe not but i mean if not this year you would hope next year but i i know telling flyers fans that is a yeah it's a whole thing uh what was your assessment of bronze yeah, I, Bill, uh, to your point, too, I was just talking about Braun. I didn't uh, – I guess I didn't watch Braun. I didn't see Braun too uh, in close today. I, I didn't really notice him making too many little mistakes. But like I said before, something I want to do this season is um, shortly after each game, I want to put an article called article called Line by Line, look at um, the advanced stats for how each line did against – opponent's line so whatever line the connect me katoria Lindblom line went up against for most of the game tonight on the blackhawks i'll look at how uh where the shots came from the scoring chances and then break down some of the minor plays that led to those opportunities and so when i do that i'll, I'll look more at bronze game because it sounds like uh some of you guys were not <laughs> were not fans of uh, how he was doing tonight but <laughs> adam i'm not answering your questions uh, I feel like they played smart and let the game come to them. Yeah, I mean they they seem to be cutting off Blackhawks opportunities before they started. They seem to be putting themselves in passing lanes. They seem to be anticipating uh, some of the Blackhawks uh, breakouts and transition plays through neutral zone. So uh, yeah, I mean, and again, and again, that comes back to being quicker. And you know, I'm sure this team didn't become smart overnight, but I'm sure there are a lot of plays last year where they knew where it was going somewhere and they just couldn't get over there because of positioning or they just weren't they they just weren't physically ready to do it. I don't know. Like I think the high paced uh, practices is is actually going to help the team a lot this year. It looks like. And uh, you know another huge thing, another big grain of salt here is it is the Blackhawks who name wise it's a great win. This year they're gonna they're gonna they're not gonna be great. Uh, they sh- should be six in the central and they don't have a ton of scoring depth behind 
Um, Kane, Dabrinkit, and Taves, and they're going to need a lot of help in that. Corey Crawford's got to stay healthy, and that defense is just getting worse. They traded for Ali Mata. I don't know if you guys saw that, but we all saw Ali Mata play defense, and he was he doesn't play defense. Um, let's see here. It's nice to see the buck getting cleared out of the D zone and not stuck in an endless cycle by the Hawks. David, yes. And this was the thing, this was the thing towards the end of the year that he's always driving me crazy because I felt like the Flyers did a pretty good job of pre- preventing a handful of zone entries. And I felt like they're pretty good job of getting the puck out once they actually retrieved the puck. But there was a huge problem in between of stopping the cycle, either getting passing lanes cutting off people on the boards, whatever it was, they just could not figure out. And that's a big reason why I'm pushing for uh, why I think the addition of Ron can actually be helpful. And speaking to collapsing on players and just not, it seemed like all the players on the ice today just effectively collapsed towards the puck, took away passing lanes and helped enforcing turnovers. It wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just always one-on-one Couturier or Hayes potting up somebody. There was a lot – there are a lot of pieces of motion to help get the puck back. And when I think of – the one particular one I'm thinking of was that it was in the third period after the first few chances um, from the connecting line. The Hawks take it into the zone. Uh, Hayes breaks up the first pass, and they try to pass across the ice again. Hayes hits him. Uh, I forget whatever the other flyer is there. And then Drew bats down the puck out of the air and flings it up the ice for a scoring chance. Like, those are all things that I I don't think this team would have been able to do last year. I don't know. Again, we'll see. Um, uh, Let's see what else here. Kim was blacked out for me. How did Niskin look from top fan Tom Gable? Uh, Again, I thought Niskin looked fine. I don't think he really... I don't think he really killed it, but I don't think he cost the team out there. And I thought him being paired with Sanheim worked pretty well. I saw Sanheim activate from the blue line a bunch today. I saw him in the middle of the circles or below. So it, it seems like that's what they want out of that pair is when Sanheim gets an opportunity to just get engaged in the play, which we want, that it seems like that pair lends that opportunity to become available. Um, let's see what else here. Uh, I mean, I'm excited. It's it's one game, but they they came out with fire today. It was not a slow start. Uh, they it wasn't a lucky win. Uh, if anything, it shouldn't have been. I mean, the the Blackhawks felt a little opportunistic in terms of converting on their chances. I I don't think it should have been a four third game. I felt like it was. I thought it was more uh, separate or distant than that. I didn't think it was a one-goal game. But, uh, I mean, they look look great today. We'll see how they look when they come back to North America. Um, see if you guys have any more questions. Meg says, I was there. Heart and Connect me. Awesome. Wow, so you're there. That is awesome that you're actually over there watching this game. <laughs> I want to um, – I, I mean, I, yeah, I can't imagine being there. And Hart, yeah, Hart did look good today. I, and he had a – he did have a couple big – his biggest save, I think, was in the second period when he made that sprawling save to keep it a, a 3-1 game before the Blackhawks shortly made it a a 3-1 game – or a 3-2 game shortly after that. But, um, yeah, so I uh... – 
Steven says, I feel so bare without my top fan badge. That's what I get for taking the summer off, I guess. Top fandom doesn't have an offseason. Steven, I mean, I, I thought I told you this during last season, but, I mean, um, top fans get to where they are through hard work. It's not, you know, ignore the comments and how many comments people are putting. It, it's all about are you asking good questions? Are you there every day? Are you, are you putting in the 9 to 5 to get that top fan badge? And, uh, I mean, now you know what you got to do. You got you to put in the hours. You got to put in the work when nobody's looking, Steve. And I believe in you. I know you'll get that top fan badge. Everybody else, almost everybody else in here had a top fan badge. Facebook can't stop handing them out. So I know you can do it. You just, you just got to put in the work. It's how bad you want it, Steve, all right? I know you can get that top fan badge back. It's a lot of positivity today. Uh, positivity today on the post-game reaction. And uh, I'm, I'm going to give it to you, Steve. I, I'm feeling it. And I think, uh, let's see, the next time I'm going to do one of these, I think Bill said he's missing the game on the 14th. I don't even know who the Flyers playing on the 14th. But I that is that is probably the next one I'm going to be doing. Bill should be back for the game on Wednesday. Uh, I, I will say, for me personally, last year, I don't think I covered a win. I don't think I had a reaction to a win until March. Which, if you guys, you know, I don't know if you guys saw last year's Flyer season. That was the fun time of year when people really cared and the games mattered. So I'm happy that this year I start off with a, a win and that I can actually be happy on camera. And it's not just me dragging down Hag or talking about Proveroff serving up pizzas or the bottom six not doing shit. There, there were fun, tangible things to talk about today. Um that top fan badge was affecting my game, so it was stripped. Well, Sam, actually, I was, yeah, I mean, you know, I, you, you'll earn it back. And then, uh, Zach, I'm not. I, I'm probably going to do all the Devils games. I think Bill secretly is going to have me do all the Devils games, and there's nothing – like, we both know he's going to be doing it to me, but there's nothing I can do to prove it. He's just going to have to, quote, work that night or, you know, take Ava to him. I don't know. He's going to be – I'm going to end up doing all the fucking Devils games. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Talk about one nothing losses to the Devils. <laughs> All right, so Calgary's of uh, the 14th. Okay. Oh, okay. So they play Calgary. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. How they play on the fourth. Uh, oh, that might be the Oilers actually, because I know they play back to backs with the Flames at some point. So probably talking about McDavid. So um, Andrew, yeah. Andrew, top fan badge, by the way. Uh, Steve, if you want to talk to this guy. Um, Provy did serve a couple pieces today. Yeah, Andrew, that's um, that was my only negative for today was he still had those baffling turnovers. And and some of them, the first one he had today that led to the Nylander goal was just a play uh, you can't do. I, he took himself off the left wing, took himself out of position, and then just threw the puck to the Blackhawks and watched them go the other way. So he got out of the way, tossed it to Nylander, and then just, just let him go. Uh, I, I don't know what to say about Proveroff. I mean, if it was a mental thing, you thought it wouldn't have carried over the summer. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, we'll find out. Hopefully this is just a one-day thing. We'll find out uh, that he is completely fine and killing it on on Wednesday. Uh, but, yeah, guys, thanks again for, again for stopping in, asking some good questions. Uh, a little shorter than usual for me, but, you know, I'm getting into the swing of things. I'm not, I'm not used to exciting ones early in the season and actually getting to talk about them. So once uh, once I get a little used to that, I'll, I'll start busting out those uh, hour, hour and a half post-game, <laughs> post-game reactions. I'm sure everybody's looking for. And, 
in terms of what you can see from me over the next couple of days, uh, line by line for this game, which again I said I, I hope shines a new light on on uh, on games for for the readers and you guys enjoy it. Uh, just let me know if, if you guys are enjoying it. Give me a little feedback there, and then I think fly probably we're recording on Thursday, and it should be out Friday, I think. So look for those two things. Uh, big one today. Let's make it two zero and zero on Wednesday. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you.